I think I've got it. Courage, compassion, and wonder. Courage, compassion, and wonder. Courage, compassion, wonder. Flow, mistakes, wonders. Love, growth. Courage, compassion, wonder. Flow, mistakes, wonders. Love, growth. This is the Ike's in your pocket. Let's get to work. Hello, it's EX in your pocket number seven. We're in the midst of spring break. It's good times right now. We're building a lot, working, doing some stuff for EX. Um, we'll fill you in more on that in a second. But today's episode, special one, because we got to catch up with Lawrence and Kunal, two buddies back from UCI days who have been on their acting grind for many years now. We go back 10 plus years. And it's a, been quite a journey to witness with them. Um, with Kanal, I used to live with him. We used to be roommates, sharing a room, literally a room. Uh, and back in the day, I used to see him. Uh, he was an accountant at KPMG. And I just remember him coming home flustered, tired, with the, with the bacon neck around the um, collar shirt, the tie all down. Um, and to see him go from there to be like, I don't want this for myself. And to explore into comedy. And then now to be fully in this space as an actor, um, in the grind, in the mindset of it all. Super inspiring. Really proud of you, dude. Um, and then Lawrence, we did spot together at UCI. We're in the same family, this discussion group, BSWC, Booty Shake and Clicking Crew. <laughs> and has always had the talent, has always had that knack for acting that I think anybody that watches him act understands. So to have seen them as humans grow and as people grow. Um, and then be in this thing that I think is really awesome. I think acting is in Hollywood for some reason. I've always romanticized it and it's been so cool to me. So to see two friends really, really jumping in, head in and, and going along that journey is a special thing. So we have a full conversation and I'm just going to play that one out after, um, we fill you in on what's been going on. So I have a couple things. We were trying for some grants. So a few grants that we're working on on the nonprofit side to do some work there. One is to do some work within Skid Row and that compassion empathy building space there and working with students and raising their awareness and for them to learn how to be of service and how to connect with human beings within that space and to, uh, I think, tying around the ideas of like human dignity, human connection, and not allowing these like labels and things that society says about places or people to get in the way of that. So that's something we're really excited about. We're applying for another grant around mental health, um, which is providing, trying to create a network and facilitating space and events that essentially help the helpers, the people that are doing the service, the people that are helping the other people. How do they decompress? How do they heal? How do they restore? So we're trying to create uh, an event around that with a network to support those, the ones that are helping heal. The rest of us and um another thing that we're working on is pretty cool is the ex we're working on a connection building card game so essentially modeling a lot of what we've learned from the workshops from our camps the work we do in schools just about how you build community what are the conditions that you need to set and those agreements that you make and then from there what are those activities that you so it's essentially a lot of questions hypothetical questions but it's also very self-reflective and and diving into whether it's your past your thoughts um, your experiences the things that have impacted you and then um, little exercises that we do and we practice and one of them might be like texting somebody or calling somebody right now that wouldn't expect it to just appreciate them to send some gratitude things like that that will push us but as, as you do it and share with people 
um, to connect with them. But that is uh, continually being concepted and we're testing it. So you'll hear more about that. And then finally, I just want to jump into our upcoming events because we got a lot going on that I think will be of interest to you. Um, and either way, just to share with the community. So next uh, Saturday, April 20, we're heading down to the orphanage in Tijuana. This will be, we've been working with Speaking from the Heart and Araceli. Um, she's connected us there with some kids at an orphanage. Absolutely love them. It's always a good time. I think even just the learning from us facilitating the first time to the last time, us going and them leading games um, and, and building that connection and having that consistency and you know hopefully being able to be in that space now of bridging that gap and, and raising that awareness for other people. Um, yeah, if you're interested, you can see all our events at ex.com backslash events. And then April 28th, Sunday, we have Spring Taco Shindig, Mr. Ricky Cadena, um, one of our EIX started as a camper. I've known, known him since he was a little boy. Used to call me Juice Box. He's now starting his own um, taco concept business. And so he's going to be serving us tacos. And it's just a, a day for us to take eat tacos, take a breather, and enjoy the people around us and just come together in community, break some bread. And so he wants to share his passion. So let's get down. Let's connect. If you want to come out, it's open to all, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. And then on May 2, we've got how to survive the oppression Olympics from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Be here at our place at Chesapeake. Mr. Matt Rivera, Matty Rico. He's an artist, a teacher, a friend of Yikes. Um, yes, and so this workshop, How to Survive the Oppression Olympics, I'll just read a little bit from it. It's a conversation on overcoming your cult multicultural handicap. What role does your multicultural identity play in your life? In this workshop, we aim to discuss multi-generational trauma, learn-as-you-go parenting, confusion identities, and the processes and microaggressions we all juggle to feel American. W.E.B. Du Bois described double consciousness as a psychological challenge of always looking at oneself through the eyes of a racist, white society and measuring oneself by the means of a nation that looked back in contempt. What happens when you throw in language barriers, accents, immigration, stinky food, and racial ambiguity and a plethora of other cultural labels into the mix? Let's discuss. So if that is something that's interesting to you, please come check it out. Um, for sure is going to be an animated discussion. Maddie's super engaging. Just an interesting dude overall to chat with. And then May 17th, we've got Groove Monsters and Friends, Kyle and Alex. They've been DJing for 10 years together. They even played a Coachella together, if you didn't know. Um, EIX's seed funding was actually started from uh, a party that they began to throw in Santa Ana at Proof Bar um, about eight, eight years ago. So DJing has been very important to us. Everybody is welcome. That's going to be at General Lee's in Chinatown in LA. Um, and it's for uni's birthday. So come together, get down. They'll appreciate it for sure. And then last but not least, we have, oh yeah, that is our camp out that is coming up July 5 to 7 in Angeles National Forest. We got this beautiful, beautiful group camp that's set up. It's like a, it has like a nice village in the middle with a bunch of trees and then on the outskirts, it's like a big U where people can camp and then it outlooks over into the mountains. It is truly a beautiful space. Like you feel the energy shift, the energy changes, you feel like you're with the earth out there. Um, and even us just scouting the space has really made us more intentional about what we want there. 
So I'll just read the, the little write-up that we have about it for the campout. So it is a campout to unplug and connect as a community in Mother Nature. We will create a living, breathing experience that feeds off of us collectively, one where we can imagine and practice together. Together we will break bread, share knowledge, nurture, learn, play, restore, reflect, and be of service to each other. Um, so we'll have workshops out there. We have a communal kitchen where everybody eats. We'll have smaller groups that everybody will be broken up into. So you will have that community. You will have that connection with different people throughout. Um, and then, but for the, I think the important thing for this is we want everybody to contribute. You know, we don't want this to be something where it's you just pay and you come and you consume. Like your gifts, what you bring to the table, what you care about, what's important to you, we want you to bring that. And, and we'll build it all together. Um, and there's just going to be a lot of time to be and to spend time with each other. So um, that's our big initiative. Um, that we think is like that that big piece of community that we want to bring and manifest all together. So whether or not you want to volunteer, you want to get involved, you want to come, uh, check it out. Hit us up. You can always contact us on Instagram. Um, reach out anytime for that. So that is the calendar and the happenings. You're all caught up in the world of EX. Without further ado, I'm going to kick it off to the conversation with Lawrence and Kanal. Um, and just enjoy it. I enjoyed it so much to catch up with them. So catch you in a little bit. Peace. Gotcha. Hey, let's just start with a question. Let's just start with a... Let's do it. Is it already uh, playing? Yeah, yeah. It's oh, recording. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, we're already been gone. So we just got to pick one All of these right, just things. take one. Let's just start with these just to, just to grease up, lube it up. <laughs> can, I, can I read them? Yeah, yeah, you take it and then you can answer it. You guys can answer both if you want. Oh, oh man. Yeah. These are hard questions. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. What <laughs> How would you describe a life well lived? Okay, and I would just say, I think, I think for me right now, it's just being present in the moment and just being accepting, um, being, being in acceptance um, with everything and being at peace. I feel like by doing that and following that notion, then I feel like that life in that moment is well lived. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's just my short answer yeah I, I think I agree I agree with Lawrence yeah. if you died uh, right now would you say life will live mm. um, I say so yeah mm. yeah yeah I think to add on to that it's like uh, part of like living in that moment and making the most of every moment is like making choices that you feel like uh, challenge you and also like that that lead you in a direction where you don't regret like opportunities that you missed or like chances you didn't take and I think a lot of like the last you know 10 years or so have bit for me have been like jumping into things that scared me uh because ultimately like I grew a lot from it and I kind of saw the potential of growth and like happened so does a lot of that tackling fear definitely i think so stepping into fear embracing change Mm -hmm. not being scared to just throw yourself into unfamiliar territory i feel like those are the doors that you need to open and if you don't you know go towards that direction you're just going to be stuck what what have you learned like yeah if you were to be like okay i've spent obviously acting is probably like that right like whether you're taking a role or like just the experience of auditioning and taking on, what have you learned by opening the doors of like or facing those fears? Like, uh, I think one 
one part of it is just like a greater sense of confidence in myself mm-hmm. and like my ability to to do things to take on challenges and like like the, like most of it is like you know you apply to like your specific career things but like that it just bleeds into the rest of your life because like you become just more aware of your abilities what you're capable of yeah i agree developing confidence and just um i think it just makes you more happy too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah like a sense of accomplishment a sense of accomplishment and just yeah you just don't feel like a little bitch because <laughs> there are things you know, there are things that we are afraid of and only we know that if we don't do them like, no one else knows, like, oh, yeah, you're, you know, you're scared of this, or you're, you know, you're apprehensive about doing this thing, but only you know that, and when you accomplish those small things, they might be, like, small little things to other people, but for you, they're huge, and when you can, you can tackle those things, then it's just, man, it's a, it's a win, and it'll just lead you towards, um, a place of discovery. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Yeah. Hey, that's yeah. more than what I could have hoped for. From, yeah. <laughs> from that one question, man, we're good. We're good. We're good at podcasting. Uh, okay, mine is: What's a life experience you've always wanted? Oh man. Three some. Three some. Four some. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. That's a pretty tough question. <laughs> like, the first thing that pops in my head is, like, skydiving. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, which is something I'm just, I'm, like, terrified to do. Yeah. Um, but it is, like, you know, it's on the list. It's on the list of yeah. fears to tackle. It's okay. Like, man, come on. Yeah, I know, what? sorry, sorry. My it's phone a real low-tech, there's a real low-tech podcast if you have We've got one mic for three people and a Nelson Mandela. <laughs> um, I, I like this too. setup. You know, do be, people have, has has anyone ever described the setup on your podcast? No. Oh uh, yeah, you want to describe yeah. It? Look at this. It's uh, amazing. Uh, it's Ray Ray's bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tiny room. I've got a lot of. Uh... It feels like you're in a tent. Hey, yeah, that's uh, that was the the goal of it. I like it. Mm-hmm. Well, like it's because... out, outdoorsy. So. Ray has these fabrics uh, hanging from his ceiling. And I remember coming over when you were first putting them up. And you were like, I'm making a butthole. Because you're like, pin, Oh, they do look like that. <laughs> oh, my God. You pin the oh, middle of it yeah. right in the dead center up. So it, it looks like a sphincter. It does look like multiple sphincters. Yeah. That right. one actually looks like butt cheeks. <laughs> All right. Well, back to the question. Yeah. Back to the question. Yeah. Okay. What is um, a life experience that I've always wanted? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like there's so many. You know. Yeah. What's there's a life what's experience? Something that I want. Yeah. I don't know. Have a child. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. That'd be cool to have a child. But you know, the thing yeah. is, like, I don't know if it'll be a cool experience. Hopefully, yeah. it will, it the will idea be one. of it, right? The, the idea. idea. Yeah. A lot of there. Yeah. The idea is cool. But, but, like, also, like, can I return it if it doesn't work yeah, out? Yeah, if he's not cool, you know? <laughs> That's really scary, man, yeah. if you have, like, a kid and grows up and fucking hates you. Do you remember that movie, We Need to Talk About Kevin? Yes. With yeah. Tilda Swinton. 
yeah, it's yeah. it's a great movie but it's like she just has this son who is a psychopath insane and, and she she sees the signs of him like being evil as a child growing up and he hates her and he's like mean to her but like she loves him because she's she's and yeah. she's yeah he's her son and she's like trying to deal with it but in the end it's like i Do, mean doesn't he like he murders like yeah he kills someone with like a bow and arrow like a bunch of people i think yeah doesn't he like murder a bunch of his school people I don't know, or something man, it's insane but like and it start the movie starts with that so yeah. you you know exactly what happens before and so uh, it's it's a flash forward yep and then and then goes into his life growing up and stuff with her is this it's like a, a dark comedy it's not comedy is it, okay. is it not comedy like, it is not weren't there comedy. moments that that it was funny or was, am i tripping? maybe because you're twisted maybe i was psychopath <laughs> <laughs> oh you know what i want to make a movie oh yeah that's definitely yeah, an experience yeah, like something you know that's yeah. definitely something i want to do that's a good one yeah <laughs> what kind of movie um i don't know a dark comedy Dark comedy, maybe about a, a son who's a crazy man. <laughs> and it's really funny. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Is there an ideal experience of how, like, do you want it to be a big budget movie? Does it, does it matter what kind of Oh, uh, no, it doesn't matter. I, it really doesn't matter. I just want it to be made into the, just the accomplishment of being able to do that, mm-hmm. I think, is the most important right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, there are bigger goals. There are bigger goals for everything. Like, you know, obviously, as ask, uh, actors, we, we, want, we want to win, like, an Oscar or something, right? Yeah. We want to, we want these accomplishments. But I feel like just being able to to successfully make one yeah. would be very cool. Yeah. Well, let's do yeah. this. Can you, Canal, can you introduce Lawrence? And then, Lawrence, you introduce Canal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Here we go. This is Lawrence Cow. Uh, the grew up in the mean streets of Roland Heights, California. Uh, wrong. Wrong. Uh, he went to high school there, at least, right? Uh, wrong. Oh man. Hacienda, Hacienda Heights. Heights. Yeah, Damn it. Ding ding ding. Uh, mean streets of Hacienda Heights. We can edit this. Uh, uh, found acting at a young tender age. Uh, started drama in high school and found his passion and talents um shortly was arrested but got got through all of that uh <laughs> wrongfully accused wrongfully accused anyways uh lawrence is a uh he's a terrific actor um uh he he brought me into his acting school which uh definitely opened my eyes up a lot and opened my uh growth for like the art of acting a lot and i kind of saw like where (laughs) where he was coming from a lot uh and it's kind of interesting to see just like anyone who who really like watches lawrence perform is like instantly like uh can appreciate like his talent and like how natural he is at what he does um (laughs) <laughs> our teacher alone who is like brilliant like is in love with Lawrence it's cause I pay him <laughs> <laughs> it's true we all pay him but yeah it's fun. like even in other classes he'll he'll talk about Lawrence I'm like shut up man <laughs> that's what annoying is, yeah, what is not his even romance with Lawrence he's a, well he just he just really recognizes his talent and mm-hmm. sees how and I give him a little bit of a yeah, <laughs> yeah. also the hand jobs um <laughs> 
Is who's our audience? Are they kids? I think we got thirty-five listens on the last one, so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> 35, 12 year olds. Also, Lawrence can be seen on a new Netflix series called. What is it called again? It's called Woo Assassins. Woo Assassins! <laughs> uh, coming this summer, so yeah. check that out. Um, yeah. <laughs> can't, can't wait. Um, yeah. Also, Kanal and I, we used to go to this um, stand up comedian teacher. <laughs> Uh, I forget his name, but we would drive to Woodland Hills and Steve take... Steve North. <laughs> we would take this class from this dude that would always wear this uh, captain, captain's, hat. captain's hat. Oh my gosh, it was ridiculous. <laughs> and then we saw him in like a TV show, right? Like a, like a reality show thing. We're I, like, that's our teacher. I found him on a Groupon. That's how, <laughs> that's how it all began. The quest for began. comedy started and, at Groupon. And then I, I dragged uh, and then can all drag into me. it. It was a great experience. It was fun for a month or it, two. It was fun. It was fun. <laughs> was that before your show in Burbank? Or was it in... Yeah, that's what... I mean, that was like what led up to... That's what pushed pushed you towards to doing the Flapper shows, right? Is that yeah. the Burbank show? Flappers? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I just... I wanted to do stand-up, and yeah. I really enjoyed it. And so that class was just one way of, like, exercising. Yeah. yeah. It's terrifying. <laughs> I actually loved stand-up. I thought it was really fun, and I think... I thought it was always much easier and less scary than doing improv. Mm. Really? Oh, yeah. interesting. But something mm. people like don't like wouldn't think of in stand-up comedy. That's an element of it. Like when in just looking at it, right? Like I look at it like, oh, this is a fear. This is terrifying. I'd have to create mm-hmm. something very genius. <clears throat> um, I think like one of the really cool things about doing it and that makes it easier is like. After you've literally just tried it for a while and explored what <laughs> what you think is funny and also start to figure out what other people do not think is funny, <laughs> mm. um, you eventually you, you start to find your own personal comedic voice, uh, which was actually Captain Steve's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, good job, Captain his, Steve. <laughs> his philosophy, which was correct in yeah. that, like, you know, Everyone naturally has, like, their funny voice inside of them of, like, what you think is funny and, like, how you see the world in certain ways. And, like, if you can tap into that and and be able to express that in a, like, cohesive, like, funny way, then, like, it is, it all becomes much easier. And you find yourself, when you're performing stand-up, like like settling into that state and like just like vibing with the audience and stuff and like it just like feels comfortable just an ability to be in real time you're not just reciting Mm -hmm. material with the audience it's like it's like connecting with like your the funniest part of yourself and then also connecting that with the audience and then just kind of like living in that Mm. while you're doing your material which you've determined is at least pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. You know. That disco- that piece of, like, discovery is very interesting where I guess, you know, people that are not, you don't practice it every day, right? You're, like, attuned to different things. Like, you're attuned to, like, an external responsibility of, like, a job or, like, going to work. If you get the sense that you two are very settled in this thing of, like, discovery, so when you say things, like, 
it's funny because I'll get a reaction. I'll feel an internal reaction because maybe I'm not practicing as much. But are you constantly exploring yourself and discovering yourself? I think so. I think that is sort of like our gig, right? To sort of see see ourselves and other people or see how other people are and so we're constantly we're like constantly analyzing how people react in certain situations i feel and how how we would be in those situations i think it's just a natural thing that just continues to happen throughout the day so it makes you care less like you give don't really give a shit about what people think about you as much these days anymore you know what actually for me as i get older you know it's harder i actually do care you know I, i start to care more i feel like i cared less which mm-hmm. was like, uh, it's it's weird. <laughs> it just, and I'm just dealing with it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, you really didn't give a shit in college. I really did not, did not give a shit. Give. I didn't give a fuck. I was really I, happy not giving a fuck. Yeah. I was then, I was really jealous of you. I think that, that was one of your most admirable <laughs> yeah. traits. Was like, yeah. I was like, man, I wish I, I can. Yeah, it's not it's not <laughs> like that anymore. Like, I need my car has to be clean. Like, I can't just like I would throw I would just like fuck this and be so happy but yeah. now if like if like someone leaves their trash in my car yeah. I'd be like dude come on man what'd you yeah. I would not, and I'd throw it away in uh like I'd be upset internally yeah. I'm like why am I like this but there's a function there's a function to the discipline right it has to come back in another way in your life yeah no definitely it definitely has come back in a way where it's like helping me actually pursue the things that I, I that I want and I that I want to accomplish too I feel like I've gained a lot of traction um, with my career by doing this but at the same time it's like um, I feel like I care more so then if things don't go a specific way I'll be more upset I, I wonder if it's, uh, if there's like some element of like, because in our careers, there's so much chaos and question and like some, so much we cannot control that like, we like maybe compensate a little bit by, by like controlling to... some things. <laughs> yeah. No, that could be it for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Cause oh, it's like, right. you know, there's so much, we, we don't know what happens. We don't know yeah. if we'll succeed. We just do our best and then we just sort of cross our fingers suck our dicks <laughs> yeah. and like, see what happens like, yeah not each other no yeah, our each own other. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah that's that's <laughs> does that answer your question yeah, that <laughs> oh, yeah. oh man that's cool. you know but life is life is life is tough <laughs> like as, it, as as you get older it gets harder you know well it gets harder for me yeah, I mean, just, I get the more questions get raised, you have to take in things. Yeah. things. You have to be more conscious, and things become more into account. Yeah, more responsibility. More responsibility. I think when I was younger, there was just no responsibility. <laughs> I, I yeah. thought, okay, well, I want to be an actor, but there's still so much time. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm still like what? To fuck around. Yeah, there's still time to fuck around. Yeah. I'm in college. I don't care about the classes that I'm going to. We yeah, it was just so much fun get fucked up and do stupid things can't do that anymore i want to so badly though what's what's a good time now oh man um a good time is <laughs> is like i know okay it's like if in my head i if, if i already booked something right and i'm gonna work next week right and it's like a tuesday and then <laughs> i did all the shit that i needed to do it's a tuesday night and there's nothing to do wednesday and I'm just at home, 
doing absolutely nothing and not caring about anything and just relaxing. I feel like that's a amazing time. <laughs> yeah, to be stress free. Just to be yeah. stress free <laughs> and not worry about money. So, and just I don't know. I just like being by myself sometimes too. But I am trying to fight that more too by going out and you know trying to have a good time doing that too. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that's something that you know maybe I am scared of doing, and I just feel like I should just go and do it. Fuck it, you know. So personal wise, why acting for each of you personally? Why this choice? Why this path? Because we're narcissists. <laughs> Are you really? Um. Well, <laughs> I think every I think every actor is in, in a sense. You're fucking. You're doing something. You're on the screen. Like, you're getting all the attention. People are watching you. I mean, I feel like, like to be transparent about it, obviously there's a good feeling in watching someone watch you do something. But obviously that's not the, the, the main reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, I feel like that is, that is an existing component, mm-hmm. you know? I feel like with any kind of accomplishment, right, you sort of want people to, mm. to know what you're doing. The you appreciation. Know? Yeah, the pre- yeah, definitely. But I feel like the main thing is it's to remind people of their humanity, you know, to teach the audience to be empathetic towards a character that they normally wouldn't deem um, a good person, you know, playing bad characters, for example, like not all bad characters are just solely bad. They have like good qualities and and reasons to their madness. Mm And when you can share that with somebody or and someone watching you, then I feel like that's that's something that's really huge. So I feel like characters, you know, that we play now, I feel like we try to find the humanity in this character so that someone out there who's similar can relate or someone that doesn't understand this character can be like, oh, I understand why this person is like that. And so they can take it back into the, to their lives and be like, oh, this person that I didn't like before... Now I understand why they're like this. I think that's... Hmm. Does that affect <clears throat> then the roles that you audition for, knowing that that's like your mission or personal mission? Um, I, I mean, I'll go out for anything, but I feel like you can find this kind of thing in any character hmm. that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I think that's what... Also, like, the kind of direction things are going with, like, the industry in general is, like, like, there's just, there's no room for, like, one-dimensional characters anymore. Like, yeah. there shouldn't be, you know? When you see those those one-dimensional terrorist characters in a network drama, it's such trash, man. Yeah. It's, it's awful. I, like, hate seeing it. And it still, it still exists because... <laughs> network tv is still very behind yeah you know two of my friends have just got auditions for, i don't know swat or some show like that and didn't even go you yeah know, because it's why would i want to do that what like what is this doing for not only the community of people but just art in itself i guess roles like that i wouldn't go out for yeah yeah stuff like that yeah. but i you know for the both of us you know since we are minorities in this kind of game you know, our, our, our job is to show 
people that, you know, were not, like, to have a, a different understanding of how they perceive, you know, mm-hmm. um, a Chinese dude, an Indian dude, um, you know. We usually, we only get to play um, characters that are the idea of who we are. Like, the idea of what it is to be an Asian person. But they never really get to um, experience the just the human being of who we are. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's really important, besides us being narcissists. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, there is absolutely a narcissist element of it. Yeah. But, you know, I can't deny. <laughs> like, if I'm, if I'm doing a, a sketch show or something, and the whole audience is responding and laughing and clapping and stuff, it's one of the best feelings in the world. Yeah. It's like, it's incredible. Like, there's nothing like it. It's a drug, you know. There is, beyond that, there, yeah, there's also, I think we are talking about, like, the appreciation of, like, you put in all this hard work into, like, creating something. If you created something that really means something to you and that, like, you really invested in, to have that validation and to be appreciated for creating it is, it I guess it is sort of narcissistic, but also, you know, it's that validation that just feels really great. And you want to share it, too. You want to share it with people. Yeah. Yeah. Making people laugh is, you know. It's medicine. It's, <laughs> it feels great. Beyond that, I think there's something also sort of uh, special about just in that moment of losing yourself, you know. And that's, it's, it's very it's sort of therapeutic, <laughs> but also just, it, it's, it's, it's such an experience that's hard to duplicate, um, mm-hmm. where you're completely losing yourself and experiencing something that you wouldn't normally experience, you know? So, how about, uh, <laughs> do you have any roles you would take back? <laughs> To go on the IMDb and like, <laughs> list, you know my there probably is for sure. The first co-star I did, where they actually in new on New Girl, they actually cut it out for good reason. <laughs> but it was I was basically like this guy on a plane, and they put a beard on me, so it was like this <laughs> really strange like uh, terrorist joke, but like basically like um what's his name the guy whatever schmidt max greenfield is like he's like freaking out he needs to get off the plane and like he's like uh uh, everyone just like make a hey you uh yell really loud so you can so we can like get all get off the plane and he's pointing to me and i look like a terrorist yeah like i have this beard and stuff and i basically go like uh, I'm like, are you kidding me? Me? Look at this. Yeah. No, there's no way I'm doing that. Or whatever. Yeah. It wasn't even, like, so bad. Like, I saw what they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. It just didn't work, and it wasn't a great bit, and that's why they cut it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd definitely say, like, maybe some of the films that I submitted for, like, when I was, you know, <laughs> just a bunch of stupid films that we've definitely done. And I remember... Um, going to like a parking lot to meet the director and then he just pulls out like a camera uh, like a handheld camera and then he's holding a light and he's like alright let's go and it's like what? we're shooting now? I thought we were just meeting but no we were just, we just shot the thing and it was like me beating up this old man <laughs> the worst thing 
so stupid. I would not, yeah, I wouldn't do that again. <laughs> I've seen some of Lawrence's things I would take back. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot. Uh, those little stupid movies. Uh, oh, How do you feel about that Circle movie? <laughs> I mean, I actually enjoyed it. I, I thought the experience was fun. It was a cool concept. It's a cool concept. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a... Uh, I'm not happy with, like, <laughs> you know, everything about it, but it's... Yeah. I feel like the experience was cool. Yeah. Being in a room with a bunch of actors. Yeah. Just... That's cool. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Alright. Thanks, guys. We'll just do a quick... Mm-hmm. Quick little... We'll do... We'll do three minutes, since it's two okay. of you. You can just rotate the questions if you want. Okay. Then to start the time, and then we're just gonna ask. It's pretty simple. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. So we answer it quickly. Just quickly, as long as there's time on the clock, I'll keep asking questions. Whoa. Okay. okay. So right. who wants to start? Who's gonna go first? Uh, Lawrence is. Okay. Lawrence. I'm going first. Okay. Are there answers on there? No, just questions. <laughs> Ready. Who was the twenty-third president? Yeah. Oh, go here we go. And go. What's an insecurity you have? Um, uh, 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 uh my confidence. Name something you really, really love about yourself. Um, um, uh, my, uh, ca- uh, carefreeness. What's a word you love to say? Uh, like. What's a guilty pleasure you have? Um, uh, uh, masturbating. When's the last time you used purge? What? When's the last time you used purge? Uh, last week. What have you been doing consistently in the last year? Um, my laundry. How do you self-care? I, uh, make sure I don't lose any socks. What's a book people should read? A New Earth. What could the world use more of? Understanding. What is success to you? Being present. Canal. What do you have for dinner last night? Uh, um, uh, Rice and sausage. Your choice of dessert. (laughs) Um, Oh, uh, uh, chocolate brownie with ice cream. What are you currently learning about? Um, Myself. Give me the audible manifestation of what your wonder sounds like. Um, Lawrence, give me the audible manifestation of what your wonder sounds like. <sighs> Homer Simpson or Peter Griffin? Homer. Do your best impersonation. Okay. Uh, no! <laughs> Truth or dare? Truth. You poop in a public bathroom with no toilet paper left. What do you do? I <laughs> uh, use my hands, and then I wash my hands later. <laughs> What's your expertise to share with the world? Um, uh, uh, be uh, uh, jovial. <laughs> um, uh, um, uh, understanding. What's a talent that you have? Being understanding. <laughs> In and out. I'm pretty good at video games. Video games. Oh, you're great at video games. Yeah. In and out. Overrated or underrated? I never want to play you video games. <laughs> underrated. Why? In and out is a perfect, uh, satisfying cheeseburger. I haven't had it in a long time, but I'd say underrated too, because it's really, really good when I had it a long time ago. And it's cheap. Heels or flats? <laughs> uh, flats. Flats? Like, Why? Uh, because. More um, comfortable? Wingstop, flats. <laughs> flats over. <Yes. laughs> flats over wings. Just yeah. the... Happiness is? Whatever you want it to be, baby. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, where do beef burgers go to dance? To what? Where do beef burgers go to dance? Um, the meatery? We'll call it the meatball. 
Oh, oh damn yeah. It. How did a fisherman magician start his tricks? By um, fishing, fishing for, for compliments. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we found it together. We found it. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah, the one I have is pick a cod, any cod. Oh, yeah. wow, that's <laughs> really good. Yeah. Nice, nice. Okay, uh, leave people with a piece of advice. Love yourself, dude. Yeah, embrace yourself. Be present. Um, find peace and time. All right, nice Ooh. guys. Okay, last time. Just to finish, this time introduce each other, but you only have 20 seconds to give each other an introduction. <laughs> okay. Ready and go. This is Kanal Dedeker. Let me start over. This is Kanal Dedeker. Uh, he uh, grew up in Found Valley, um, and uh, he, um, um, he he went to college at UC Irvine, um, found comedy. He's an amazing stand-up comedian. Um, uh, he uh, is an actor na- uh, now, going out for a lot of uh, different TV shows. He is my friend. <laughs> we went to UCI together. Uh, he likes uh, brownies with ice cream. Time. Good <laughs> on, Lawrence Ango. Oh, this is Lawrence Cow from Hacienda Heights. Um, found acting at a young age. Very good at it. Uh, also very good at dancing. Uh, but he just like stopped for no because like he was like, oh, I'm also really good at acting. Uh, and now he's doing that. But also could have been a professional dancer if he wanted. He, he probably could do like anything. Like he could probably be a fisher, fisherman. No, I can't be a fisherman. <laughs> if he wanted to. Uh, look out for him on TV. Ah. <sighs> Thank you guys. Whew. That was long. Thanks for that one a lot. That was. Yeah. That's good. Thanks, guys. Good. Was, thanks for having thanks us. Thanks for having yeah. 47 minutes. Yeah. Time. Thank you, and thank you, Nelson. Nelson Mandela was the uh, mic stand. Oh, I think I've got it. Courage, compassion, and wonder. Courage, compassion, and wonder. Courage, compassion. Wonder. Flow. Mistakes. Wonders. Love. Growth. Courage, compassion. Wonder. Flow. Mistakes. Let's get to work.